Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Comics Evolve, where we discuss all things around comics, media, culture, with your hosts, Andy, Jarian, and Alex. Welcome to Comics Evolve, myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Straub. And here we are live again, guys, and uh, all three of us back together. Alex, how are you, my friend? I haven't seen you for a week or so. I know you was busy the other week with some uh, some bits and pieces, but it's good to have you back. How are we? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've been reading Flashpoint, so, you know, been excited to jump back into that again. This is like one of my favorite comic book stories ever of all time, so um been really excited to read that before the Flash movie, so. so yeah, doing some that. research. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really call it research. I mean, um, honestly, I I feel like uh, if you've seen the movie, the movie is a really good, um, very similar story to the Flashpoint movie, the animated movie to this. It's not the same, obviously, but it's a very good comparison. And um, it's cool to reread that because it's this story wasn't as fresh in my mind. Um, and so like going in and seeing a lot of small details and stuff, rereading it has been nice going into the flash movie. So superb, superb. Jaren, how are you doing? Good. You know, nice weekend, you know, a lot of stuff, dinner on the house, football games, kids, football games. So yeah, doing pretty good. Excellent. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's, it's been a decent week, hasn't it? We've had, uh, um, the CinemaCon, which we're going to talk about today, we've got some uh, some some news and some rumors, some rumors that sort of came out and then got debunked almost straight away, and um, other bits and pieces that are hanging on. So, without any further ado, let's crack on. So, do you want to do the CinemaCon, CinemaCon stuff first, or just the general news first? I'll, I'll let you decide. All right, let's do general news first. Then, uh, right off the bat, Deadpool news: Rob Delaney will return as Peter. So. Mm. I just yeah. rewatched. I rewatched Deadpool two last night. It was just on, so I stuck it on. And yeah, Peter's great, isn't he? And he goes at the back. He tells him to go home at the at the end credits. Just go home. Just no, no Rex folks. Just go home. <laughs> so obviously he's going to go and see him again. He has the greatest line in that movie when he says, "I don't know who this cable fella is, but I'm sure he hasn't killed as many people as Melanoma has." <laughs> <laughs> he starts setting on like sunscreen and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I, lo- I love Peter. I thought he was brilliant. You know, <laughs> he was a great little character. So yeah, good to see him again. I wonder if we're going to get any more of the X Force team back as well. So something good to keep an eye on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Verse news: Andy Sandberg, Sandberg, and Jorma Takone are voicing characters confirmed by the Lonely Island Instagram account. If you don't know who they are, they are the the group Lonely Island. Um, Andy Sandberg's been in a lot of movies, um, you know, even other stuff as well, TV shows. Um, was he the Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes, he's a Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was in. Um, have you ever seen that one video, uh, that one we called Never Stop, Never Stopping, uh, where it's like a spoof on like the the whole like pop and singing and, you know, it, it's kind of a spoof on that. Um, but they have they have albums too as well, The Lonely Island. Um, so yeah, so they're going to be, he's in that commercial with Snoop Dogg, where Snoop Dogg's like, stop rapping, you know, he's in that commercial. Um, so yeah, um, he... Uh, He's out there. They're both in it. Um, rumor is is that he's voicing Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. Is who it is. Uh, not confirmed, but that's the rumor. Hmm. Cool. That's Decent. interesting. I I did hear. I don't know if this is one of your rumors that there's um lots of cameos and things that that aren't the no not even the the cast know about. Yep. That was some. I think we talked about previously that there's all kinds of stuff with Spider Verse going on that yeah they don't know about the cameos. They don't know who else is going to show up. Um, and then this news came out about Sandberg. So I'm betting there's going to be more on top of him. Uh, that, that'll be cameos and things happening. So Awesome. Uh, also to do with the Spider-Verse, uh, there is going to be a short called The Spider Within. It's a Spider-Verse short film. It's going to follow Miles Morales as he experiences a panic attack, which forces him to confront the manifestations of his anxiety and learn that reaching out for help can be just as brave an act as protecting um his city from evil so that's pretty cool yeah sure i think that's that's that vulnerable side of of superheroes where they where you know where they show their their weaknesses is is really interesting isn't it because you know usually we see them you know brave and you know the, the first one in and all of that but when they ask for help you know it just goes to show that yeah okay they might be 
superhuman, but they are still humans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Quantumania will be on Disney Plus on May 17th. So in 16 more days, you can enjoy all the goodness of Quantumania again, 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 and again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this again, actually. Um, I was I was tempted to go and see it again in the cinema, but uh, time just ran away with me. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing this again at home and, you know, stopping and rewinding and checking some bits back because there was lots going on in the background in that in that uh, feature, wasn't there? You know, in, especially in the quantum realm with some of the characters, some of the freedom fighters, lots of different things. So it would be nice to sort of, you know, have a real in-depth look at that. Yeah, and see I was just going to say, I feel like I had like really huge expectations for that. And I feel like a lot of people like were disappointed, but I really enjoyed that movie. I actually didn't think it was like as bad as a lot of people have like, you know, said it was. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got a lot of rewatch value. It's a fun mm. movie, you know, like it's enjoyable to rewatch that movie. I, I I would assume, I mean, I've only seen it one time, but you know, I'm saying like, I plan on rewatching this movie yeah. again, like when it's on Disney plus. So, you know. And I think that's the tell, isn't it? You know, uh, how good a movie is, how many times you can rewatch it. And obviously the first rewatch, that's that's the experiment, isn't it? Like, can I rewatch this again? You know? Yep. Um, yeah. And then after that first rewatch, I think that then is, is the all the evidence you need as to whether you're going to watch it after that any more times. You know, I've got plenty of movies. You kind of go, I'm going to watch that again. And you watch it again, you go, yeah, I probably won't bother again. <laughs> or the opposite you're like oh yeah, yeah you know if that comes on i'm gonna definitely switch it on yeah i agree i thought it was a really enjoyable film i'm looking forward to seeing what other easter eggs that i can spot or, or yeah. see in the film as well because i think there's more that uh i didn't catch on first watch and also too i still think the ending's uh it's all a trick mm-hmm. yeah so, it'd be nice to watch that ended again with that yeah. in mind, knowing and thinking is this a trick yeah it's like a false win almost you know like it it's i mean that's what they should do though they should have him just kind of just like linger out there and maybe come back one day you know and now to the the big news of the the week so i'm going to kind of do the air horn here uh (laughs) but the big news of the week here is fantastic four rumors so this week has been hot with rumors the first one was that mila kunas is in talks for a role but not Stu, Sue Storm. So when this first came out, I was like, well, who else could she be besides uh, Sue Storm? Could she be Herbie? You know, could she be Shala Ball, which is uh, tied to the Silver Surfer? Um, or could she be Alicia Masters, the Puppet Master's niece, and, and tied to Ben Grimm? But when the reports first came out, it was for The Thing. So that's interesting, seeing that the, the news was that, you know, they were looking for both male and female actors are being considered for the role. Both male and female Jewish actors are being uh, considered for the role. Now, there was all kinds of crap out there when this came out, and, you know, why couldn't the thing be a, be a female person? You know, think about some of the things with the thing. Um, you know, feels ugly and rejected at times. Um, you know, the person in the role needs to be tough but sensitive, not concerned about appearance. So a female point of view could bring different perspective to this role if that's the case. Before I move on, what do you guys think, though, so far? I, I, I hear you. I hear your point. Um, however, uh, yeah, the thing for me is a guy. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I understand. I, understand. I, do, I agree with what you said, and you're absolutely right. But for me, the thing is a guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I'm so, like, caught off guard by this because when I heard this, I was like, man, like, Mila Kunis, like, I honestly feel like there's so many other Jewish characters that she could play, like Songbird, you know, for example. Mm, um, yeah. Polaris, like her father's Magneto, mm. so she mm-hmm. could play like Polaris. She could play an older Kitty Pride and be like a teacher at like the Xavier. Oh, keep school. going, Alex. Keep going. You know, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like. I was just like, why would they choose her to be the thing? You know. Yeah. Um. So like, it's it's one of those things where like for me, I was kind of like, eh, I don't really think that I would have made this choice if they end up doing that, but that's just me. You know? Yeah, for me, it's kind of a, if it happens, it happens, wait and see. But Kunez did, during a recent interview on the Late Late Show, she did address this. And she said, I'm not in Fantastic Four, but I know who is, but I don't want to get in trouble with the mouse. Now, this could be misdirection by her. This could just be her, you know, denying the the cool things down. She could be having a totally different role in the film. um, But right now, she's denying any involvement. She also talked about her meeting with Matt Shackman, too, because that's been brought up a lot. 
She said, apparently, if you go to lunch with somebody that is also in the industry, you then start working together according to the internet. We went out to a deli and had lunch together. And the next day, I'm somehow in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I did see that report. I thought that was quite funny. Was, that's, that's proper, that's journalism all over, isn't it? It's like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. they're with them. That must mean they're working together. So she must be in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Who can we, uh, how, can we, how can we make this as controversial as possible? She's going to play the thing. There you go, done. That'll get, that'll get us some clicks. It reminds me of uh, if you ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Charlie's in the in the mail room and doing the Pepe Silva thing and all the things, you know, on the board and he's got the cigarette in his mouth. And he's like crazy eyes. That reminds me of that right there, trying to put all of the things together of connecting the ways that why she's in the movie is because she had lunch with somebody at some point in time. So, uh -huh. so yeah. So right now it's you know we'll have to wait and see what it is. Um, I wonder if there's going to be an announcement sometime because there's been a couple rumors about this uh, casting. I'll, I'll keep talking about. But is this something that's going to wait till San Diego Comic Con? Are we going to have this some kind of big trade announcement? What do, what do y'all think? So I just want to say one thing: if we were going to cast somebody right now as the thing, in my opinion, we've talked about this person before. He beats up a lot of people in movies. Why not do Adam Sandler, like as the thing? You know, like his I voice, mean, he's his Jewish, voice too. He's Jewish. You know, like boom, like you know, like Adam Sandler. I think would be perfect. Like, and he's funny. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like all his comedy is, is like throw somebody through a window and it's funny. Like, you know, like that's kind of how he's always been. So kind of perfect. Uh, from the chat here, wait, there is a new Fantastic Four movie. Yep. It is on the MCU slate for 2026, I think. I have to double check uh, when it is. Yeah. Hold up. It, it's like 2025 or 2026. It, it's during this multiverse uh, saga phase. Uh, at the moment, we have got it at February the 14th, 2025. Okay. So there you go. Hi, yeah. Doctor. How are you doing? Anyway? You all right? Good to see you. But Alex, that's a great one. Uh, Adam Sandler would be great. He had the voice. You know, he could bring the tone. I always thought that uh, Seth Rogen could do it. Even Jason uh, Siegel uh, as well. You know, some good op options there. You know, and you don't have to necessarily have the same person be Ben Grimm in the thing. You could have somebody that's else be... Ben Grimm, and then have someone else voice the thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, so reportedly, Antonio Banderas is in talks to play Galactus. Not sure if this is a voice or a man in the machine Wizard of Oz like, but there's talks out there that he is in there uh, to play Galactus. And I just keep thinking Puss in Boots. I don't know why. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I love Antonio Banderas. I can't see it myself. I mean, but mm -hmm. you know. Who knows? Who knows? He's a, he's a good actor, so yeah, he could potentially do it. I just can't see it, you know. Yeah, I feel like you almost have to like pair an iconic voice to Galactus, and I'm not sure if his voice is like the iconic one that I was like thinking would yeah. be like good for Galactus. Like, but at the same time, you know, it's like with special effects and all kinds of different things. They he and who knows? Like, he might like completely kill it for all I know. You know, and he's and, he's done voice acting, so. Yeah, you know, definitely. he he could definitely alter his voice, you know. So, um, from the chat here, uh, back to um, to the thing, Ben Grimm. I'm sure South Rogan would do it well, to be honest. So there you go, he's that one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, now there's another rumor going around about the Human Torch, Johnny Storm. Um, the rumor is that Paul Mescal has been offered the role. Um, I'm really not familiar with him. I know he's been in some videos, he's been in some other films, but I don't know a bunch about him, but. This afternoon, they were saying that 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 Johnny Storm role is still in the works. So I'm not sure if this was that he passed on the role after being offered, um, or if that rumor has been debunked. Hmm. Okay, no, I'm not familiar either. Yeah, okay. I, think um, an, I think that's an important role, you know. Yeah, I think but, that's an important role. But they've done well with some, you know, not so well actors in some of these roles. Like I wasn't really never know who Tom Holland was before he was Spider Man. Right yeah. before they brought him as Parker, so you can bring some of these characters in and unknown roles, and they can make mm -hmm. a, a nice difference. Even Chris Hemsworth, I didn't know much about him. I think I knew more of his brother than him um, until he was Thor. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can definitely bring some of these up and coming actors in for these roles. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a rumor that uh, Terex the Tamer could be one of Galactus's heralds in Fantastic Four. Um, if you don't know who Terex is, he's a mutant named Tyros who ruled the planet Bur Burge with an iron fist. Um, so he was kind of, uh, took joy in, you know, finding plans to destroy for Galactus. Um, he was a good herald, 
um, but was not loyal and used his power as the herald to uh, enslave his own planet. Uh, but yeah, and at the end, Galactus took him a power and left him for dead. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. Herald, you know, maybe start off with Terex, t- the the tamer. He betrays Galactus. Galactus leaves him for dead, and that's how we get the Surfer in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to see um, what they would do with that. So. I would really like to see, like, when Silver Surfer accepts the mantle of being the Herald, like, a highlight reel. Like, he sees all the previous Heralds, like, of Galactus in a quick highlight reel, and then, like, them basically losing the mantle, and then the next one, and then, you know, all the way to him. It'd be kind of cool, I think. Or maybe even at one point when he's the Herald that he decides to betray Galactus or try to break free from Galactus, and then he gets that vision beforehand of what happened. Like, Galactus like, look, you want to do this? This is what's going to happen to you, type of thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So, the biggest rumor, though, of the day is that Margot Robbie has been offered the role of Sue Storm. So, this, you know, and I wonder how this is going to play because who knows what uh, Harley Quinn, you know, does, for, you know, what she's going to do more in that role or not. Also, with the Barbie movie, is there anything like that? So, interesting to see, but it sounds like the rumor right now is afternoon, just like an hour or two ago, that she's been offered the role. Hmm. She's she's got the look, mm-hmm. you know. She's got the look down. Um, could she be? You know, she's very maternal, isn't she, Sue Storm? Um, I'm sure she could pull it off. Yeah, I I think it's an odd choice. I mean, I can't really like unsee her as Harley Quinn at this point now. Yeah. You know? So like, I'm kind of like stuck on that. But I don't know. I mean, like. Obviously, like she's a great actress. I mean, ultimately, you know, so um, that and, would and be just one of those things I feel like I would have to see it to really make a judgment on something. It's, like it's, that, it's similar to the Antonio Banderas thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's like you're kind of going, look, they're, they're great, great actors, great actresses. Um, can't quite see it, but I'm sure that they could do it because they are good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree too, as well. And from, from the chat here, the look, yes, the personality, no. Again, something we'll have to see it, you know, first. Like, I have no judgment on it until I actually see her in the role. Um, I could see her pulling some things from, like, um, what's some of her roles? Like, uh, Confidence or when she was uh, other mo- roles with, like, reporter-like stuff. Maybe she could bring to it. So, yeah. The maternal one, I'll have to go and see if she's played any maternal-type roles, though. But I think she can pull off the the smarts and, and Sue Storm. And definitely when, when Sue Storm changes to, um, what's her alter ego for Sue Storm again? She's the Black Leather. Um, not for, um, do you know what I think I've said this before on the show if there's any section of Marvel that I've got the least knowledge about it is the Fantastic Four because I've just never been interested in their stories I always pick up their stories and I read it and I go yeah they're alright but you know I just they always seem a bit boring to me but I'll, I'll, I'll find it posted to the group but she's an alter ego where she's like like an evil side of her where she's like black leather and, and that kind of stuff and I, I'll go back and look but she has that. I could see definitely um, uh, Mar- Marguerite pulling that side of her off, too. So, mm-hmm. um, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Uh, Pale Pone, out there talking more stuff now about the, about the project, confirms that Coven will have musical numbers in Agatha uh, with songs written by WandaVision, Agatha All Along writers. Our lead singer is Agatha. I'm singing backup. And the songs have been written by Kristen and Bobby Lopez. Um, we are a coven led by the great Catherine Hahn. I am a 450 year old Sicilian witch, and my power is d- divination. Um, it's uh, been just great fun. There's no CGI either. What I'm seeing on this show is craft, so that's interesting. That is an interesting comment, actually. There must be some computer generated imagery going on. Yeah, she's probably just seen what she's seen so far, and uh, there's probably going to be some touch up or some stuff, maybe not the part she's in, but. Maybe we'll see. Maybe they use more practical effects, you know, for the for parts of it, and who knows. I just have this weird feeling that we're gonna get like this story of like Agatha and these other witches through the ages over like hundreds of years, but it's all gonna be like in a musical format. So they're gonna sing every bit of it, and it's gonna be like I'm gonna be like, man, I really want to know what's going on, but this I just cannot watch this <laughs> musical, you know. It'd be like the the Simpsons of the Planet of the Apes, you know, when Bart's yeah. like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I'm good with musicals, you know. There's some musicals that that get me, so you know, I'll, I'll wait and see how, how it comes out. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Three, uh, Tara Strong, who voices Miss Minutes, 
is also in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but not as Miss Minutes. Um, she said, well, I might be in it. It's not Miss Minutes. I can't say who it is or I could, but then I'd have to prune you. I'm going to turn back time with Miss Minutes. So could it be Lila? The No, uh, Lila's Linda Cardinelli. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. There's obviously gonna be um lots of different um animated and C well not animated, sorry, CGI characters in this movie, you know, aliens and things. So um she could have well done the voice for multiple. Yep. She's yeah. a good voice actress, isn't she? As we know. Yeah. Yep. Um Speaking of Guardians, when are you guys going to go see it this week? Saturday. Saturday? I, I haven't even bought tickets yet. Um, so I'll probably try and go probably Saturday, I guess, or early Sunday, probably. So I'll probably go Thursday night or Friday. Usually I go on Fridays with my wife, like kind of like a lunchtime movie. Um, but she has things in her schedule already this week. So. I might go Thursday night with myself, so we'll see. But we're going to have our review next episode, what, Monday maybe? Not Sunday, because Sunday, we're not on Sunday again. No, we'll have to do it Monday next week. Okay, it's probably the same time. Uh, Wonder Man. Uh, Jeffrey Snyder claimed that actor Joss Gad will be appearing in the MCU. Rumor is it's for Wonder Man. Not sure on the role. Hmm. Okay. So, I like Joss Gad, too. He plays yeah, pretty, he's pretty funny, funny roles. Yeah, he's funny. He's a yeah. funny guy. Um, moving on to non-Marvel news, uh, The Flash. Uh, James Gunn confirmed via his Instagram that Keaton's Batman character in the film after The Flash... Oh, is the, uh, is the big character in the film after The Flash himself when asked why Affleck's Batman isn't on the latest poster. Gunn says he'll wait and see to determine whether, uh, troubled, uh... Also, Gunn says he'll wait and see whether uh to determine whether a uh, troubled star Ezra Miller will continue playing the Flash in future films. So what this says to me is that how much money is this going to make so we can kind of brush things under the carpet to move forward with Ezra. Which which I think is a weird scenario for that because they've put Michael Keaton in this movie to try to divert the attention away from Ezra. So, you know, kind of as a draw factor, because everybody loved Michael Keaton as Batman. I mean, that was 30 years ago. So, you know, like they need to get rid of him. But Michael Keaton was helped to, or here to help cushion that blow. So it seems kind of weird for them to, like, depend on how well this movie does with Michael Keaton in it, trying to help benefit that to benefit Ezra. It seems like a weird kind of loop here. Yeah, from the chat here, Ezra Miller needs to be gone. And I wonder if this movie hits a billion dollars, if that's the, the target to, to see. But I mean, like, the easy way for them to fix this whole Ezra Miller situation is to just have him, when this movie's over with, like, fix everything and run into the Speed Force and never come out. Yeah, be stuck and, and just like a decade from now, Barry Allen comes running out of the Speed Force, and it's like a different actor as the Flash, and everybody wouldn't wouldn't think twice. You know, doesn't need to be a decade. It needs to be the next Flash movie. Or next time you see Flash, he comes out and it's somebody else. But we could have like Wally West take over as the new yeah. Flash, and Barry Allen gets stuck in the Speed Force, and he resets everything, and then he's just trapped in the Speed Force for a while, and then yeah, you know. More from the chat here. He's one of the biggest creeps ever, and the fact they don't just drop him is shameful. Yeah. So. I am um, just just speaking of recasting people because there's um, you know, we speak about recasting quite a lot, don't we? And there's, there's obviously the, the other big one going on at the moment with um, Jonathan Majors and how that one might pan out. Um, I, I'm really, I really personally, I sit in the camp of look if you need to recast somebody, if you need to, you know, let somebody go and get somebody else in. I would assume that, you know, in situations like this, the audience should really be mature enough to be able to understand exactly what's going on and just say, look, you know, this is the new person that's playing this character and that's it. You know, I, there are ways. And, and I guess actually, you, you, you know, you're speaking of two characters, like you say, the Flash and Kang, that if anybody could be anybody different, you know, that's, that's a good possibility for them two to be different actors, you know, and it wouldn't really matter. But, you know, I think we could treat it with maturity and just go, look, we understand why they've had to let that person go and get somebody new in. Yeah. They ask us to suspend, our, you know, disbelief when we're watching these things anyway. So why don't they just go, well, this is the new person that's playing him. It's simple as that, really. R Rhodey, Iron Man 2. 
Yeah, just have them walk me, in, nothing's changed, just move on and keep going. And and for me, I feel like with a speedster, I mean, you have the speed force. I mean, you can literally just have one zip in there and not come out for a while. So, I mean, this is the perfect exit. It's like he doesn't he you don't have to do anything grand here. He just needs to go in and just never come back out, you know, and and then recast and then yeah. come out like five years from now and be like, oh, yeah, like the speed force did some things. I mean, it may, may not make sense, but like the audience will be like, great. Like we recast Ezra Miller. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. like. So it looks like we have a new person on the chat today, a new follower. So thank you for following us. It says great stream and what's up, guys? So what's, what's up to you? If uh, I follow you, if you can burp. So thanks for joining on the show with us and uh, and thank you for following. Um, another one from the chat here. It would be not too hard to have him die in the movie and have someone take his role. Um, and to that point, from what I've heard, from the rumors out there, is that the ending is kind of open ended, so they could do anything with the role after this. From what's being talked about out there, and and I think like what Alex just said, that sounds you know, mm -hmm. you know your your theory or idea there is a uh, is a good one. Mm -hmm. And then last coming here about it, uh, like a new Flash being born into the world. Yeah. So yep, same same thinking. So you're all on the same page here. Yep. Um, more DC news. Karen Gillian would like to play Poison Ivy in James Gunn's mm. DCU. Um, I think she'd be perfect fit for it. Mm. You know, she could definitely fit that role. Um, it, it's funny. Um, I was showing my wife um, uh, a clip of her doing an interview, and she's like, "There's no way that's Nebula because her because she's deep uh, Irish or Scottish accent, you know, and just how she looks." I'm like, "Yeah, that's her." I'm like, "She actually shaved her head too for the first time she played the role." In later roles, she didn't do it, but the first time she shaved her head, my wife's like, I cannot believe that's who plays Nebula. So, yeah, I mean, I could totally see her as that. My ultimate fan cast is Emma Stone as uh, Poison Ivy. Like, I just feel like she would kill that role. And it, Poison Ivy is like one of those that, like, it's almost like you're not intimidated by her until it's too late, kind of yeah. type of thing, you know? Like, and then you're just scared to death. So, like, you know, it's one of those things. But yeah, I mean, I think that she could. I think she could pull it off. I mean, she's a redhead. So, I mean, like, you know, she would kill that. That's yep. that check right off the box for Poison Ivy, you know? So, um, oh, so my reason here, here, Emma Stone might be able to pull it off. <laughs> so, um, the next thing here is that, uh, she says, I've always thought about the Poison Ivy was really fun. So, maybe something like that would be cool. Also, another Guardians has put their hats in the ring for DCU. Actually, they're in talks to play a character. Palm uh, Clementif, who plays Mantis, uh, confirmed she's had talks to join the DCU as a specific character and is in progress with James Gunn. Um, Clementif said she knew of the character prior to her talks and thought they were effing cool. Hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah, you're going to see all the Guardians eventually probably in DC. Yeah, Definitely. Next, yeah, next one I want to who's who's always going to play. You know, we already said that Pratt Booster Gold. You know, who would uh, Drax? Who'd you guys see Drax in the DCS Bane? I know there's been some Bane mockups of him in fan cast. Yeah, either that or Killer Croc. Yeah, you know? like I would really like to see him as Killer Croc. I I don't see uh, Zoe Saldana getting involved in another big franchise. Yeah, right now. I, I, yeah, I think she's she's probably worn out of it. You know, mm -hmm. we've we've um, obviously with Marvel, with Avatar still going on, and you know, I know she also did Star Trek, didn't she? She played Aurora in Star yep. Trek. So, you know, I think she's probably wants to maybe take a step back and maybe do some sort of small, you know, so not solo movies, but you know, um, just a single. You know, no kind of like more independent films. Yeah, kind of. that's the word yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> I was yeah. looking for the word independent. Thank you. Yeah, and and Avatar's got what two or three more films for Avatar still to come. So unless really? she dies in one of the upcoming films, yep, um, she's in there for another two to three films. And was what was the uh, recent movie with uh, Dave Bautista in it? Um. Oh, the uh, the cabin in the woods. I, that's exactly. actually a good film. You know what? Yeah, I want to see him play some kind of serial killer type role because his demeanor and sometimes when you see him in some of the movies, he would be a great serial killer. And I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that Dave Bautista would want to get involved in another big franchise either. You know, based on mm -hmm. based on that, I think I read somewhere that he said he he wanted more serious roles and more. You know, I mean, Drax was obviously very silly, wasn't it? Uh, the role that was given to him. Um, 
And I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that he wanted more serious roles. If he gets into DC, is he going to get that serious? I mean, I'm not saying it won't be more serious than Drax. I'm just saying, is it going to be where he wants it to be? Um, I can see Chris Pratt getting involved 100%. Um, Drax could pull off a mean God, who is a zombie dude in Batman? And then he follows up with uh, Solomon oh, Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he could do that too. Yeah, that'd be a great role for him. He could even be Mr. Freeze. You know, maybe pull up Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. I mean, Arnold, pull, Arnold did it, so why not Drax or why not Batista? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think who else could he be in the DC, but yeah, there, there's some roles he could pull off. I feel um, like this this is a weird choice for Mr. Freeze, but Michael Rosenbaum is Mr. Yeah, Freeze. Yeah. You know, like I feel like he could pull that off. And he's been like a voice actor and in he's in Guardians and stuff like that and in Guardians and stuff, you know, like he did so many DC voice acting things. So he would be great, I think. Uh, moving on to Star Wars stuff, uh, and or season two news. Uh, Saul Guerrero, played by Forrest Whitaker, will be in season two. In an interview with comicbook.com, Chris Killian for the upcoming George uh, Form biopic, Whitaker was asked if it would be safe to say that Saul Guerrero is returning for the second season of the hit Star Wars series. And he answered with a simple, oh yeah, it's safe to say that. So Saul Guerrero is back, it sounds like, for next season of Andor. Great. Andy Serkis also talked about the fate of his character, Loy. Um, when he was uh, incarcerated, he uh, om- he then almost sheds any desire to look out for other people apart from himself. Just do this time and g- do his time and get out. Uh, to try and get out and just survive the sentence, the torture, the desensitization. I think it was the desensitization that made me perhaps have that slightly lost but kind of hardened and toughened shell. He says. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he definitely he got himself um, very institutionalized while he was yeah. there, didn't he? Um, you know, he almost didn't want to get out. He found he'd found himself a little nook and was quite happy, sort of being where he was. Going back to uh, Batista, or to go back to DC roles, the guy who played the headless horseman in Sleepy Hollow could pull off a good Mister Freeze. Um, um, he was from uh, what's his is, name? Is that the one with Johnny Depp? Mm. Is that the one? That we're referring to, or yeah, I, I, Christopher as a Glover, Christopher Walken, Walk, no, Christopher Glover, I think. No, what's his name? Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's also in the Charlie's Angel one Crispin, with uh, Crispin Glover, yeah, Crispin Glover. Crispin oh, Glover. yeah, yeah, Martin McFly's dad, yeah. oh, yep, exactly, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, that'd be good, that'd be a good one too. I, I could see him pull that off, I, I could see him pulling off Scarecrow too, mm. yeah. Oh, that would be really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, Sir Mario News. They have officially passed $1 billion at the Global Box wow. Office. So Amazing. bring on the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Star Fox movie. <laughs> oh, I love the Star Fox. I love that game. I love that one. I want to see a punch out one, you know, that'd be great. Just have I just, a punch out one. I have to see a Donkey Kong movie. If they're going to do that, that way I can see the Donkey Kong rap on screen and stuff <laughs> like that and be sitting in the movie theater singing that, you know, they could do a direct spin off of this movie for Donkey Kong with the world he played in it and kind of think, you know, how that kingdom came to come. They could do a whole origin story of Donkey Kong movie. Awesome. I want to see, uh, I want to see a, a too fast, too furious parody with Mario and Luigi playing um, Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson roles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see, and it's 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 uh, Super Mario Kart. Just uh, just yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. I really like the idea that they could just parody other movies with these with these characters and slot sort of references of these sort of um, popular franchises into the world of Nintendo characters and just have them sort of play these sort of slightly skewed versions of those characters in those franchises. I think that'd be brilliant. And have it all come come to a head in a Smash Brothers movie, a Super yeah. Smash Brothers movie, yeah. their Avengers type movie. Master yeah, yeah. Hand coming in and fighting yeah. um, fighting Mario at the end or something, you know? Yeah. It'd be so cool. That's all I've got for the general news. Uh, moving on to CinemaCon, CinemaCon news. If I can say that properly, that's a tongue tire for me. Um, Across the Spider Verse uh, from Sony's panel. Uh, takes place one year and four months into after into the Spider Verse, so okay, yeah, because he seems um he was he was very much a child, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. In, in in into the Spider Verse, and you you can tell he's a, he's become a young adult now. So yeah, I'm not surprised that it's a, a fair amount of time afterwards. Yeah, 
And then we talked about um, Adam Sandberg possibly being the Scarlet Pi uh, Spider, uh, but director Joaquin Dos Santos on Scarlet Spider is voice actor. I can't wait for people to hear who voices him. It still hasn't been released, but I love our Scarlet, Scarlet Spider actor. Um, also, it was talked about, and this is earlier, I thought we talked this before, but it's actually in the CinemaCon news. Um, many cameos are in the movie with director's favorite cameo being a secret. The cast doesn't even know some of the cameos. So, yeah, that's cool. Yep. And they showed 14 minutes of footage at CinemaCon. Oh, wow. So, wow. Nothing, uh, nothing. So, uh, that's released at the end of May, isn't it? E May or, or June. Or beginning of June. It's yeah. The next few weeks, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that one. The next thing they show was Craven the Hunter, which now this kind of has my interest now after hearing about this from, from there. So they showed the trailer for it. So, and the trailer has not been released yet. Um, but what I heard was uh, from things I pulled from Twitter, gritty and bloody. Um, there is cussing, so we get F-bombs. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson bites a dude's face out and face off and spits it out towards the camera. Holds up the classic costume and even runs on all fours. He's out uh, to be nothing like his dad. Looks vicious. Um, other reports are it's a predator feel with lots of blood and gore. Uh -huh. Now, if you go back to where it's like the original predator type movie, I'm all in. Uh -huh. You know, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and uh, Carl Weathers and all them. I am in. Um, more reports are the rhino. The rhino. I can't talk today. The rhino will appear. Um, the, reportedly, the trailer shows a man injecting something into himself and turning into the rhino. I hope we get a proper Rhino, not the mechanical BS that we saw in Main Spider-Man 2. I want a proper Rhino. Which mm. is such a shame, too, because what's his name? Paul Giamani, that was the Rhino in that movie, is such a phenomenal actor. And they just threw him right away in that role of, like, he's like, what? why did you, ca you could have put anybody in that suit, you know? Yep. And it, like, total waste on him, to be honest, but, you know. <laughs> And I get where they're going. They're trying to set up the Sinister Six, you know, and, you know, you, you kind of had three of them there after, um, and you, you tease some suits too in that room. So I see they're going, but yeah, you have to do a proper one. Mm -hmm. Last thing on Craven, um, the Hunter will be rated R. Mm -hmm. so I'll tell you what, this is all of a sudden, just in this last week, I've just gone from being, I'm not interested at all, really, to be honest. Uh, the only thing that was making me interested was Aaron Taylor Johnson, because mm -hmm. I like him. I think he's cool. And now I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I might be swayed here. Yeah. I think I think the most interesting thing was like a week or two ago, kind of like looking at CinemaCon, they almost had to bring us something because like, I mean, they pushed this movie back. It's been kind of like delayed. Like they haven't really told us much about what was going on with it. We don't really have like much knowledge on it. So like it, I mean, when's it come out? It comes out soon, right? Like at the end of this year. Yeah. So... You got to start, they got to start doing some kind of, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll get a trailer, watch Spider-Verse possibly a trailer then yeah. you know so yeah so they got they got to start doing some promoting now so or maybe know. the nba finals yeah so the nba playoffs are going on right now uh from the chat here i like to see a good kite man cameo is a yeah. in a comic book film to be honest if it was just a guy being chased in the sky by a hero okay as, as kite man would say hell yes <laughs> <laughs> um and then a good movie with blood and uh detail would be nice it's been a while yeah if this thing is named like the first predator movie and basically craven the hunter is basically the predator i am all in so i love that predator film mm -hmm. um some more wb news here are down wb there was a bunch of stuff i cut most of the highlights there because there was other stuff that you know like other animate stuff and stuff but um WB panel, uh, David Zaslav says Warner Brothers no longer has any interest in doing direct history movies. We are in no rush to bring the movie to the max, which the max is the new um, HBO Max and Discovery combined streaming service now. Um, he also talked about Warner Brothers theatrical film output this year. We are down to, uh, we were down to six movies in a year. Uh, this year we're going to do 16 movies and we want to do more than 20. Whoa. So that's ambitious. That is ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Um, he also said he's seen the Flash movie three times already. Um, it's a very emotional movie. To me, it's the best super superhero movie I've ever seen. So, that's huh. a that's a statement, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just. I'm hoping, like you know, but but seeing all these different elements in there. I mean, Alex, I don't know what you you feel about this. I'm just. Is there a risk that it could be a mess? 
well, see, the thing is, is this movie is supposed to be a mess, right? Yeah. And so this yeah, movie right. is okay. supposed to be a mess. So like he goes back in time and he changes something and it creates a mess. So uh, okay. the, the, the beauty in this movie is, is like, it doesn't have to make sense because it's all supposed to be like, he changes something in the past and then comes back to the future and is like, what has happened? Like, this is not what I left, you yeah. know, like, why is there another version of me here? Like, you know, like, and so it's one of those situations where it's like, it doesn't need to be like perfect because it's supposed to be kind of like all messed up in chaos and everything. Gotcha. Like that, you know, gotcha. So it, as long as it, as long as it kind of follows some sort of narrative, it can be a mess. And that's the point. Like, like in, in the comic, like the, what happens is he goes back and saves his mother and comes to the future and the Amazons and the Atlanteans are at war with one another. And they're basically destroying all the humans like across the planet that are just like in their way just in their war with one another mm -hmm. so like it's they're kind of replacing that with man of steel where zod comes in mm -hmm. and is going to use the world engine to destroy earth to make it the new krypton in essence and so that's where they've kind of swapped that kind of like apocalyptic event kind of out i guess yeah to, to me it's like uh the movie the butterfly effect um but if there are multiple ashton kutchers in the film yeah basically mm-hmm um what else uh he also talked about the remaining three dc movies made by the previous regime they also blaze a trail forward into our dc universe that we're cracking uh with our next chapter so that's going to be what uh, aquaman and blue beetle and blue and beetle the flash and the flash yeah yeah um the flash almost included grant austin marlon brando linda carter and other cameos uh, in response to Dorian Parks, Andy Machete explained why he didn't include Grant Austin. Of course, as I said uh, before, the list of cameos was huge. So obviously we play with the idea of including DC characters from TV, but we just had to pick. So they did need to include Grant Gustin. I'm so happy that they did not include Grant Gustin. I'm so happy they didn't include any of those other cameos either, because they did that in Crisis on Infinite Earths, yep. and it got way too way too crowded because it was like hey let's take all these characters and stick them in for 15 seconds and then there's a cameo there's Ezra. Like it, yeah and it's like <laughs> dude that's great that you wanted to do a cameo but at least make it worth something and they did that with ezra where grant gustin meets ezra miller and they're like hey look it's me it's another flash like oh uh, uh, but like there's no real like point to it you know like yeah. it's just like uh so it was I a mess it would have been unneeded if they would have put grant gustin in this movie to be fair but uh, Linda Carter would have been interesting. I don't know how they would have done Marlon Brando unless they used some old footage or something. That's, that's what I was thinking. That's that's what would have probably happened was you would see like basically Barry probably run through the speed force and like while he's running the timelines would flash and you would see like things like flash by like probably like Linda Carter, um, you know, as as Wonder Woman and everything like that. So, okay. Um, they also confirmed that Beetlejuice 2 is in the works. Now, I'm kind of excited for this one, depending how they do it. Um, right now, it's unknown if Tim Burton will return to, re return to direct. The rumored, rumored cast is Jenna Ortega with Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder returning. And the chatter has been, if it's Jenna Ortega, she will be Winona Ryder's daughter. Mm, and I wonder that. if... Yeah. She almost could be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And I wonder if we see what Gina Davis and one of the um, the 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 other dead person. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. What... Yeah, I, can't I, remember... I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what he. Yeah, one... he's one of the brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, the Baldwin brothers, wasn't he? One of the Baldwin brothers. Was it? Mm. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't Alec, was it? No. Let me find out. Carry on. All right. But anyways, so, we're going from the chat here. Uh, wait, Beetlejuice 2, I'm iffy on that. As long as they can pull the nostalgia in and do a continuation out a reboot and bring in that same kind of stuff, I'm okay with it. It feels like Jenna Ortega is a complete typecast there based on Wednesday. You know, yep. like, I mean, like, I feel like they're like, hey, she did great as Wednesday. Like, let's let's make Beetlejuice 2 and make her, like, one of the main characters. So. Yep. It, was, it was Alec Baldwin, okay. so it won't be him. Yeah. It, he won't be in it. I, yeah, so I died out Gina, Gina Davis returned then either. Maybe they'll start with her being a mother, with an interwider's character being a mother and, and going forward with that. Um, trans so Paramount uh, news. Transformer Rise of the Beast. And that trailer was released. And I'm telling you right now, I am pumped 
because we were getting a proper Unicron in the film from, from the trailer shots. Not the BS one that we got with when Mark Wahlberg was in Transformers. We're actually getting a proper Unicron. The only thing that I didn't like with the trailer is that they're using the Beast instead of the Junkions. I want to see proper Junkions. Junkions are one of the best parts of the cartoon Transformers of the movie for the Junkions. See, yeah. I think it's so funny. I hate Transformers, and I like I cannot stand those movies. One of the only scenes that I like is that scene where Shia LaBeouf comes running out, and he's like, Bumblebee! <laughs> and he busts out of the garage and like starts taking out those little machines. But like, uh, yeah, like this movie having them like change into beasts and stuff, I was like, huh, I might have to go see a Transformers movie because like suddenly I'm like, I'm in, you know, like. And it looks but, like you you see the insecticons too in in the trailer shots. So yeah, oh. this um, this movie is a, a, a is a totally different flavor, I think, from what we've seen so far. Because this is so this is set in a different universe or, or a different timeline as well. Um, yes, uh, but it's going to be tied to a movie though, and I'll talk about that when you're done. Just going to be tied to Bumblebee, yeah. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So it's going to be tied to Bumblebee and not the ones that we've seen, not the other Michael Bay nope. ones. Uh, which, to be fair, I, 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 you know, I think we was talking about this um, the other week, and I said uh, I quite enjoyed the first one. I think the first one was actually quite good. I think they balanced that kind of humour and awkwardness and uh, cool visuals and uh, and story quite well. And then I think it just started getting a bit silly. But um, the, the, this this could be great, you know. This could mm -hmm. be great. Some of the uh, some of the robots, some of the Transformers look brilliant, and um, yeah, and like you say, Unicron looks incredible. And it's interesting. I wonder if we'll see any of the Dinobots because you got you're saying Rise of the Beast. You got to have Dinobots, right? You know they they kind of did Dinobots already in the Michael Bay film, but come on. Mm -hmm. Um, open oh, the chat here. Going back to Beetlejuice, I just don't see Beetlejuice working uh, well uh, with modern world and the political scene of the world. Yeah, it, it depends on how they do it. You know, they probably can't touch on some things, but who knows? Um, back to Rise of the Beast. Uh, it picks up in Brooklyn in 1994. Not too long after Bumblebee, um, director Stephen uh, Capel Jr. Uh, says that they shot in Iceland, New York, on top of volcanoes all over. And it looks like Anthony Ramos is in this film, who is going to be the hood in um, Ironheart. Ironheart, yeah. So he's the main character in this film. Uh, more Transformers nude news. Uh, Chris Hemsworth will voice a young Optimus Prime. And Brian Tyree Henry will voice a young Megatron in Transformers 1. So this is going to be a new animated film, which is kind of interesting to see these voices because those iconic voices of Megatron and Optimus Prime. And the movies did it pretty well. So them changing actors, I I'm, I'm going to see how this, this pans out. Um, the film will be an origin tale. Uh, and the full cast released so far is that Chris Hemsworth, Optimus Prime, Brian Tyree Henry's Megatron. So basically we have Thor and we have Fastos. Scarlett Johnson is, is uh, voicing Alita, Black Widow. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Bumblebee. John Hamm is Sentinel Prime. Lawrence Fishburne is Alpha Trion. So. Uh, I'm just, I'm so confused over those, over, over Chris Hemsworth as Prime. Yeah. Uh, Tari as, uh, as Megatron. I'm kind of sitting there going, how, how is that going to work? Yeah, I understand. I mean, I don't doubt their quality as as actors or even as voice actors. I don't know, but I, I can't. I can't hear it. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the film is going to be a prequel film about the origins of the conflict between the Autobots and Decepticon, which was, was a cool concept. I just need to hear the voices because we're, we've all grown up with those iconic voices. Yeah. The movies have had those iconic voices still play through them. So yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting. Um, here's something that Andy will like. Can we get a movie from the Decepticon side? Because if they did an origin story, it would show how the Autobots or the reason their planet died. That's a great point. Yeah, I've said I've said before, uh, Darth Gorokon, I think you might have heard me say it. I'd love to see movies from uh, more movies from the villain sides, having them as the protagonists and the, the the heroes or the good guys as the antagonists. I think that'd be just a just something totally different. And the last thing from Paramount, A Quiet Place Day One will be set in New York and will focus on Lopita Nyong'o as a mother trying to survive the alien invasion. So they're making more A Quiet Place movies. Hmm. And and day, and you, did you say Day One as well? So that's the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lo I love the beginning of all those kind of things. I think that's the best phase for me. Most chaotic. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those first few days. The, the world's last... burning down. You know. <laughs> It's just brilliant, like you know, The Last of Us was was great. You know, the the, the show was was. Brilliant. I have to watch that still. Yeah, it was good. It was good, um, but for me, the best part about it was the first episode and watching, at, at, like you say, as the world's burning down, it was it was great to see that World War Z. The first fifteen minutes of that movie is just insane. Um, love it. Love all that stuff. Even Sweet Tooth. Now that Sweet Tooth season two is out on Netflix, Sweet Tooth showing how things went awry, and then. Uh, I've been I've watched the whole season so this, this weekend pretty much my wife and I watched the whole season um and if you haven't watched it yet I'm not going to spoil anything but they do fill some pieces together and it's a really good season um and it looks like we're going to get a third season so cool that's, so if you haven't watched it and if you don't know that's also a comic book slash graphic novel uh, origins so yep yeah yeah yep. it's a, it's uh like I, not dc but i think it's like one of the publishers that's underneath dc or something yeah. so um another for the chat here just put it out there a movie about the last of us and the beginning of the outbreak that'd be a good one i like those uh outbreak ones yeah yeah like yeah that's what I was, yes exactly what i was just saying i don't know um how they, not not how they would make it original i mean I, I don't know how many times you could see that you know a lot of whole movie could you see a whole movie you never really see a whole movie about it do you, you just see parts of it um i mean you could do it like outbreak style you know the outbreak mm. you know yeah that, yeah that was a pretty good film so that was a good film yeah that was a good film yeah that can be done Another from the chat here. I'm not so big on Samoa Joe playing Sweet Tooth. He looks like nothing like the the game Sweet Tooth, which I haven't played the game. There's a game. I I, I don't know. No, mm -hmm. neither do I. So, um, yeah, but that's it for today. Unless anything else we want to talk about, um, we're actually under an hour today. So nice and nice and tight today. Nice and tight. Yeah, it won't, it won't be long. We'll have far more content coming out in the next next sort of couple of months. I think we're going to be uh, inundated with lots of new comic book movies and shows, and um, we've got lots of stuff coming up. So, um, and and as you said, next time we're on the stream, we're going to be talking about the latest Marvel movie. We're going to be talking about Guardians Three. That's going to be fun. Um, we've got Secret Invasion. We've got Flash. We've got Blue Beetle. Um, you know, we've got lots of stuff coming up. So, yeah, we're going to have lots of stuff to talk about. Where can I find us, Jaron? You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, uh, the Facebook page, the Facebook groups in Trovo. Uh, you can catch the live streams there. Um, sometimes on Instagram, we do put some of the recorded streams depending on their length. Um, or sorry, on Instagram, depending on their length. Um, and so, yeah, that's where you can catch us out. Uh, again, if you're watching us on Twitter, Make your way over to one of the other platforms if you want to be uh, included in the chat. Superb. Lads, it's been a pleasure. Take care. Thanks for watching. See you guys later.